No fish have been harmed in the making of this podcast. I'd like to welcome everybody aboard as we get underway. Let me cast off some lines and we'll get this show underway. Thank you for joining me in Talking Bass in PDX, the Bass and Warm Water Forum, as we talk fishing in the Northwest. Hi, I'm Don Clark, and I'll be your host. On this episode of Talking Bass in PDX, I have Cameron Harris. Before we talk to him, let me talk to you about Talking Bass in PDX, the podcast. We continue to grow, and if you get a chance to listen to John Cruz on Outdoor Radio, you will hear an interview from me several weeks back, and it is helping the show grow. You can help us grow by letting your friends know that we can be heard on many platforms, including your iTunes platform and on iHeartRadio. Washington had a free fishing weekend. I had a chance to fish Silver Lake in southwest Washington. I'd like to thank Scott Turley for inviting me along. And he showed me a number of places that really, really should have held good bass. But the weather was very unsettled. We were only able to boat one bass that day. As a matter of fact, Scott caught it. Later on in the day, I did go out and get some crappie. You'll hear that in the interview where I talk about that. But that was my trip up to Silver Lake, Washington. Well, there are times on the podcast that I just like to talk fishing. Of course, I follow a lot of social media pages, and one of them is called Oregon Bass Fishing. It's on Facebook. Over the past few months, as I watched the post, I noticed that there were several really nice bass postings from a gentleman named Cameron Harris. Well, I thought if he's catching bass, Maybe it'd be a great uh, time to interview him. Well, as you will hear on the interview, Cameron knows his stuff. When it comes to bass fishing in the Salem area, Cameron is your guy. Matter of fact, he said that he would help folks learn some of those places. So if you're interested after the interview of finding out some of those places, shoot me an email, gonefishing at pdx.com. I'll pass those along to Cameron and he can pass you along some great places to fish. Well, as it turned out, Cameron grew up in the Portland-Salem area. He's a local guy. And as we talk on the interview, he tells us about how he started fishing at a young age. Matter of fact, Cameron tells us the story of his very first fish. And you can tell that the fish is hooked, and Cameron is hooked on fishing. It's a great story, that you'll hear. Well, as he got a little older, he got hooked on bass fishing, and as they say, the rest is history. Well, let's get to the interview and talk with Cameron. Well, Cameron, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Uh, Doing great. Yourself? Good, thanks. Well, I'd like to thank you for for coming on the podcast. I know that uh, you and I both follow the social media channels and uh, and and one of them is uh, Oregon Bass and uh, I've watched a lot of your pictures on there and I'm like man this guy is 
just catching a lot of fish. And I thought, I got, I got to have you on the show because sometimes it's nice just to sit back and just talk about fishing. So, again, thanks for, thanks for being on the show. Uh, thank you for having me. Now, as we were talking a little bit about, you know, how did you get started, I always like to go back to that first fish story. So tell us about how, what your first fish was, how you caught it, where you were at. I was about seven years old. Uh, my mom and uh, my sister's pops actually took us out to uh, his mom's house, and they had a pond in the little back, and uh, had a nice little dock. Like, it was perfect. Um, so not quite sure exactly what I was using or anything like that, but uh, I know uh, I see my line zig out, and my pops told me to set the hook, set the hook. And I ended up setting the hook, and it was a little trout, probably a good 12 inches, 16 inches. And uh, from that day, I just kind of was hooked on the fish, and I always wanted to go back. You always had that pond, so it was always stocked with trout, had bass, had bluegill, had catfish. So, yeah, it was always a good time going out to the property. Now, that was that was here in Oregon, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, you. I mean, you're uh, you grew up in the uh, you grew up in the Salem area, is that right? Yes, uh, born and raised Salem, Oregon. Wow. You don't meet many uh, natives uh, in Oregon, but when you do, it is kind of fun to talk to them because it's it's really fun when they've gotten into bass fishing. Well, how did you get started in bass fishing, and what interested you about bass? It's kind of a funny story. Um, right out of high school, I kind of went to college for wrestling, got a scholarship to Southwestern Community College, came back uh, during that same year, and then started working a little bit, kind of stopped going to school. And then I had a buddy who was fishing, like, every day. I'd seen his story on Facebook, and he was catching a bunch of smallmouth down over by Kaiser Rapids. And uh, I decided to hit him up one day. I was like, hey, man, like, I see you catch the fish. I love fishing. I haven't fished in, like, uh, a long time. Because uh, growing up, I kind of was, like, mainly a sports dude. I kind of let go of fishing. And it was still kind of on the back burner. I still did it as a family thing. But then it wasn't until, like, after high school I really got in tune back with it. And he actually, uh, my boy Ricardo, he got me back into fishing. He was like, yeah, man, uh, let's meet up at Kaiser Rapids. I'll shoot the spot, da 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 And uh, met him down at the spot. And uh, the whole day we were just catching smallmouth left and right. He showed me where we were. And then every day we started going out. It was just a thing that we did every weekend after work, before work. So it just kind of came well, wow, that's uh, that's really neat that you got into bass fishing, you know, when you were still relatively young. Now, because most of the folks that I talk to are, you know, uh, Willamette, downtown Portland, or, or the uh, Willamette uh, from the, uh, the mid-Willamette, I call it, or upper Willamette here, uh, right around Wilsonville. Now, tell me a little bit more about the rapids at Kaiser. I'm, I'm not familiar with that area. Kaiser Rapids, there is a little kids park uh coming down to the boat ramp and there's the dog park and then once you get down there's a boat ramp it has a lot of rocks around it uh really gravelly and sandy at the bottom and uh we kind of just explored that area you know front to back just to see you know kind of what kind of vegetations were there but uh we found one main spot where it kind of went into an eddy and yeah they were just you know fighting left and right that was a good summer for us I want to say that was back in 2016. And so you've kind of continued fishing since uh, since 2016. 
So now are there other spots on the Willamette that you like to go and that have decent uh, bank access? Oh, yes, sir. So there's another spot downtown. I, I do like to walk a lot. A lot of my fishing comes from my hiking, so especially a lot of my, like, good spots and spots I, like, I randomly come up upon. I do a lot of hiking to get to those. Uh, so just uh, downtown is a, definitely a good one. I like to uh, walk the bank down there. Across the bank, uh, Wallace Park, same thing. I'll walk the bank over there as well. Willamette Slough is really good access for kayaks. So if you guys have a kayak, you know, there's some big bass in those uh, sloughs back there, man. Um, and mainly just the river. Willamette River, I've kind of got gotten pretty fond of lately. So you're doing mostly river fishing now. Are there any uh, ponds that are like your favorite go-to compared to the river? Oh, yes. So I do have a pond. It's going to be out towards Kaiser. It's called Capital Toyota, and it's that little dealership. There's a nice, some nice bass in there. I honestly think I've probably seen a 10-pounder in there, but you know how those story goes. <laughs> um, that's a solid pond there. Um, St. Louis Pond, I've pulled a lot of big bass out of there, a lot of small bass. That's interesting about St. Louis Ponds. Now, I don't live very far from there, and I, I fish there pretty regularly, and I get a lot of smallmouth, or I mean a lot of small bass in there, but I don't, I don't see any of size in that, in that, in those sets of ponds. We've done a lot of fishing. When I first uh, found out about this pond, I found out there was like, what, nine ponds there, and then a kitty pond, and I tried to hit every pond as hard as I could. Me and my buddy actually uh, went out the same day. He caught a seven-pound bass out of there. He actually has, has his profile picture to this day. And then wow. uh, I've caught a I've caught a four eleven, a lot of threes, a couple twos, but it's not like one of my main spots I like to go to. I like to go there to to throw a frog. They love frogs there. I I have uh, I've gone there early in the morning and and thrown some topwater stuff and uh, and had a few hits, a few blow ups. I've never never landed one, but uh, but I'll have to keep working on it. Then I'll have to try a frog. That's that's kind of neat. And that was my very next question. You know, what's your favorite baits? My favorite bait, <laughs> I would like to say right now, I've been doing a lot of smallmouth fishing this year. I kind of kind of been targeting uh, those brownbacks a lot lately, and I've been using a Ned Rig, a Ned Rig with a twin tail grub or a, a Kitek uh, swim bait. Honestly, bouncing those off the rocks or uh, swimming them at the bottom very slowly, those have been getting a lot of uh, reaction bites. So uh, I'm going to say for this year, at the moment, that's been my favorite bait. It's really interesting when I talk to folks, and I've I've talked to a bunch of people about, you know, what's your favorite rig? And the Ned Rig, as you might know, was invented back in the 1950s, and then it kind of lost yeah. favor, and now it's back again. Yes, it is. It is. It's definitely uh, hot on the market right now. Um, I use, uh, personally, Z-Man Ned. Uh, they're not Ned. Ned jigs, they're uh, jig heads, a little bigger, real sharp hooks. Um, those guys have been, you know, hooking every fish I've been uh, attached to lately. So, <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, as we're as we're recording this, you know, we're recording in June, and so Free Fishing Weekend uh, for Washington had happened the weekend before we we're recording this, and we were fishing at Silver Lake up in Washington because it was Free Fishing Weekend, and. Um, I was fishing a Ned rig under a um, 
a couple of different docks. Uh, got got a couple hits, a couple bumps, but uh, didn't didn't get any fish. But we we tried hard. So, uh, oh yeah, I, I really do like them, and I do like them on the Willamette because you know we get in those real rocky areas, and you can just bounce that thing off the bottom. It's 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 really kind of neat. What type of rod and reel do you use? Right now, I am using a seven two medium heavy uh, from Lose. It's a it's a combo. It's the Mach Pro. As in, I do rock with. A, I have a crank uh, crankbait rod, which is going to be the blue smash rod. It's also another combo. It's a seven five one gear ratio. Same with the uh, Mach Pro. Uh, that one's a six six foot six. Uh, again, medium heavy. Uh, I tend to go medium heavy or mediums because uh, uh, I I fish the uh, really a uh, thick cover, and I really need that uh that solid backbone, you know, pull those fish through. I was just going to say, if you're fishing with that type of rod, you are probably fishing in the brush, which sounds like you are. And yeah, that can... I, I, I fish a lot of in between the trees, so, you know, logs could be down there. It could be really thick cover, vegetation, so I try to get that backbone. Yep, that's you, 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 you've got the money rod right there. Now, I had uh, been looking at your Facebook page, and I noticed that you were out in a kayak. So now tell me, you're uh, you're doing some kayak fishing in, in uh, what area of the river are you are you on? Okay, yeah. Uh, I've actually had a kayak going on for four years. Uh, I'm kind of, like I said, I, I'm, I'm in love with this thing fishing, man. It's, uh, it's been kind of my go-to. Uh, plus, I'm kind of, you know, lazy after a work week, so sometimes I don't want to put my kayak on the car, get it out there. But uh, lately, I've been uh, hitting up the Willamette. There's this uh, little slough. I can't think of the exact name. Um, it's Bimental Brown, though. If you go up the way past Mental Brown, go past Homestead, there's a little slough, and it has some nice largies, a lot of smallies, and it has a nice eddy that, you know, uh, kind of gets really slow where the, the fish kind of like to hang out at. And it's been kind of a go-to spot for the last couple of years. My brother actually showed me it, and <laughs> it's been one of our money spots. Well, that's nice. I uh, I hope that by broadcasting this out, we're not giving away your spot. But I know all of us have got a spot that we you know that we like to go to, and I you know I hope that you continue through the uh, through the year catching a lot of them there. Now, are you more of um, spring fishing or more fall? Or which one? Or do you like them all? Uh, I kind of like them all now. Uh, once I uh, got out of high school and really got back into bass fishing, it was just kind of like a a summer thing. Like, oh, okay, I could catch fish here and there, here and there. And then, uh, you know, once I kind of tried fishing in the winter, I was like, oh yeah, this is not working for me. But then, like, uh, I've been actually talking to a lot of friends, like my buddy Raleigh, um, my buddy Ricardo, my brother Travis, and then also been watching a lot of YouTube videos and just gaining knowledge on seasonal patterns and, you know, where do the bass like to go and stuff like that. So uh, that's been really heavy on studying for me lately, and I think that's kind of, you know, showing in uh, how many fish I've been catching lately. Yeah, and I can tell you, every evening when I sit down and I pull up Facebook and I click over to the to the uh, Oregon Bass page, it's almost like, oh, man, another one, Cameron? So, you, but you get out, you know, you're uh, you're getting out after work and stuff, and I, you know, I probably should, but the problem is I come home and I'm I'm uh, I'm a bit older than you are, and I I'm tired, so I usually just uh, 
take a break. <laughs> so, so that's right. why I'm not getting out there as much. Now, now one of the things you were talking about is you're studying bass and you're studying seasonal patterns. You've also you're also telling me you're making some videos. Now, tell me a little bit about the videos that you're making and are they going to be available to folks? Oh yeah, so I've I've been kind of already posting them on Instagram and then doing a little cast the catch, uh, you know, posting them on Oregon Bass Fishing on Facebook. But uh, I've actually been, uh, you know, really wanting to dive in a little deeper, you know, kind of going after different species as well, not just targeting bass. But I also want to get all that footage and, you know, kind of show people where I started from, where I'm at, and, like, where I'm going. Like, honestly, didn't know anything about bass until I started studying and watching YouTube videos. So I just want to show the process of where I've kind of gained all that knowledge and then put it into my work, all in the footage for you guys, because, it's fun. It's fun showing people my videos. It's fun explaining stuff and actually want to like start, you know, taking people out. Like if you haven't caught a bass in a few years, let's go out. I'll show you the technique. I'll show you what I use. I'll show you some spots. It's just kind of been fun telling people, you know, the kind of techniques I use, actually giving back to the people from what I've been learning uh, personally myself. So yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, that's excellent that you're willing to give back and show other people how to catch them. Because, I mean, bass are such a fun game fish, you know. I mean, I'm sure you've had them on the, on the line, and you're just like, oh, boy, this thing is ready to fight, and I'm ready to, I'm ready to, to uh, work your way in and, uh, and see what I've got. So that sounds great. Right. Now, Yes, sir. That is in the plan. So stay tuned. That's great. Now, you know, um, if you really want to have some fun, uh, you were talking about, you know, wintertime can be a little more challenging. Uh, January 1st, coming up, you know, 2022 now all of a sudden, a bunch of us meet out at Hag Lake, you know, kayakers and, and uh, motorboat people. And uh, oh, yeah. so if you, if you want to try your hand at uh, bass fishing on the first day of the year, you just come on out there. We'll... We'll show you where the fish could be. <laughs> they're not they're not always there. Now one of the things you were talking about a minute ago that I want to get back to, now you said you were looking at fishing other types of fish. What other kinds of fish are you also targeting? Got you. Uh so my pops, the one I've been telling you about, uh he's really big on salmon fishing, steelhead fishing. And I still, to this day, I've not caught a steelhead. So that's been one on the market that I've been uh, been uh, kind of thinking about hitting up lately. Um, not just that. I've been wanting to get into some carp fishing, some catfishing. I miss catfishing. And it's been a, kind of like a family thing. We'll go down to Snake River, catch some catfish in there. Um, but just uh, all species, really, like, I think fish are beautiful. Like, those are beautiful creatures. Depending on, or not, not depending on uh, the species at all. Like all species are beautiful. So it's like I just kind of want to get into more, you know, those type of species and and nature in general. Yes, yeah, so I have to brag for just a second, and then uh, we'll get back to the interview. But I, uh, when we were fishing at Silver Lake uh, Free Fishing Weekend, folks want to look it up. Uh, I came, I took a um, another fisherman out. Actually, it was in his boat, but he invited me, and I showed him where the summer summer crappie are at up at, at Silver Lake. And my first cast uh, into the lake uh, using a firefly uh, came up with a 12-inch black crappie, and 
as you were saying, it's just so beautiful, you know. I mean, the fish was in great condition. It looked like it had been eating well. Uh, it was just a great-looking fish. Uh, we did get some 9-inch fish up there also, which are which are considered keepers at that particular lake. However, because of I don't keep every fish that I catch, and especially that 12-incher, you know, I was like, man, you, you need to go back. So I, I did put all those back. So they, somebody else can, can, can catch them. So. Do you uh, do you catch and release, or do you keep most of the fish that you catch? Uh, that's funny. I was actually thinking about that, but uh, I'm actually uh, strictly a uh, catch and release. Uh, just for bass, I do keep some trout here and there. Catfish, of course, I'll keep some catfish. Um, steelhead, I still haven't caught one yet, so I I can't tell you whether I'm catch or release. But I've had some steelhead in the past, and it's been pretty good. So I might have to you know stock up the fridge here. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there, you know, there's nothing wrong with harvesting fish, you know, but no, no, no. I, I like to practice. Uh, I'll tell you a little uh, thing I like to practice. You can pass it on to your friends, but uh, CPR, because when they look at you and you go, CPR, uh, are you going to give CPR to that fish? I'm like, no, I'm going to catch it. I'm going to photograph it and release it. And uh, yeah. now certainly not every fish, you know, I mean, there are there are yellow perch. I We will, uh, we will keep some of those, you know, but... Uh, Nice game right. fish like bass, I let them go back. Yeah, same here. I hear that. Yeah, that's that's kind of neat that you're, you know, not only are you having fun catching fish, but, you know, you're you're really being a good steward to the fishery around Oregon. So I, my hat's off to you because that's uh, that's a great way to to continue catching them. Have you ever come up around Portland and fish downtown or? Or uh, around West Lynn, any of the uh, the Willamette up up further? Um, I've actually uh, lived in Portland for four years. It was from elementary to middle school, like eighth grade, and yeah, I did a lot of trout fishing. It wasn't like bass fishing, but I used to go to Estacada a lot. Used to fish those uh, that little uh, I I can't remember now. It was years ago. I think at the lake. But, yeah, there's yeah. two there's two reservoirs up there. I can't think of the name of either one of them off the top of my head. I've been to both of them, uh, but there was um, there's some really nice trout fishing up there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did a lot of you know fishing up in Portland. I asked Cicada. I haven't really ventured out too much besides the Columbia, and I've been out there one time, and I, I've seen some nice smallies out of there. <laughs> yeah, if you go to the right place on the Columbia and. Um, Primarily up around the Dalles Hood River, there are a lot of smallies. But like you said, you know, you you can go right downtown, and sounds like you just have a blast down there. So that's that's great. Right. Yes, sir. I'm still kind of studying the waters down there. Uh, I kind of I like to stick to slow water, like the sloughs. Uh, I still do pond fish though. So like a lot of mental brown fishing, I do a lot of frog in there. A lot a lot of people don't know about it. But the back ponds back there have kind of like coverage, like lily pad, grass, all that. So it's real perfect for frogging back there, and that's one of my uh, one of my good spots. And you've got to be pretty patient back there with a frog. I was watching um, a fellow fisherman just just recently fishing a frog, and I was I was throwing something else, but I did see a fish blow up on a frog, and it is exciting. So. Uh, I I, can, I know that fishing that way 
is really fun. I I use a lot of topwater baits that are um, like whopper ploppers, so that you're moving them, that kind of thing. So it's uh, a little bit different uh, when you catch a fish on a, on a whopper plopper, but um, it's still it's still really fun to watch them come out of the water. Now, yes, sir. tell me, what is one of the most surprising things you've ever caught? Uh, surprising things I ever caught. Hmm. That is a tough one. I went, I went frog fishing one time. It was actually right when the fires uh, started, and I went down to Mental Brown, took a frog. I was like, you know, forget the stone. I'll try my fishing, try my luck. And uh, threw it out there, and as soon as it hit the water, I got blew up by a northern pike minnow. And, like, to this day, I actually never knew they would, like, hit any top water like that. So just to get a – it was probably about a two-pound northern pike minnow. And to have those in mental brown, I didn't know we had them either. So that was a surprise, especially going for bass. Um, other than that, I, I've never had anything quite surprising besides, like, a tire come out of Willamette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean – the tire is pretty pretty neat one. Uh, when it, when we talk about uh, northern pike minnows, you know that is a uh, a species that is um, native to Oregon. So I'm not surprised that you that you find them all over the place because that's a native that's a native fish and um, yes. and they are they are a bit aggressive. Uh, they will go after things. I have uh, I have caught them while we're walleye fishing. I have caught them bass fishing. Uh, yeah, they will. They will go after, um, especially plastics. If you use any um, uh, any plastic baits, they they will go after them. So, not surprised. Not surprised. What's your personal best that that you have caught? Currently, right now, my personal best, which I actually uh, broke this year, it was five five point seven, and then uh, broke it this year, twenty twenty one. It's going to be six pounds. Uh, six zero four, and that's a that's a nice fish for uh, you know for the Oregon for the Northwest really. I mean, you you start getting up there, you know, into the seven eight pound range, and you're you're getting about as big as they get up here. So that's that's a really nice fish. And where was that caught at? Uh, that was actually caught out of the Willamette um, last month, I believe. I was using a crankbait. It was a chartreuse uh, square bill, black and green. But, uh, yeah, he smoked it, uh, what, maybe 10 yards away or 10 feet away from the bank. And, yeah, she was – wasn't really a hard fight, but she fought for that quick second pretty hard, and then she kind of, you know, lazy to, lazied out, bellied up. Yeah, I think some of those bigger fish – um when you when you catch the small ones i think they have a lot more energy and they they think that they're really going to get away where the bigger ones are like eh, okay you know we'll we'll fight for a second and i'll let you i'll let you drag me in and hopefully he'll let me go so yeah. that that kind of works out tell me your your favorite fishing trip that you've taken over the past couple of years now i know 2020 kind of kind of hurt but um, even if you got to go back a year or so, what's your what's your favorite story? Uh, my favorite story would be um, it was actually kind of recent. I got uh, invited to uh, a private pond actually, and 
I've never caught more fish that day in my it felt like my entire life, but you know that that's a lie. Um, we've caught like 30 bass that day, and it was between largemouth and smallmouth. And literally, that was probably one of the best days. Like it was kind of like you were in fish heaven. Like every cast was, it felt like it was a fish. So I was pretty uh, grateful to actually get that uh, pleasure of a uh, fish in a private pond. And that was actually the only private pond I've ever fished. So. Wow, that's really neat when when somebody invites you along and then and then it's just you know you have a great day fishing that is uh that is wonderful yes sir well cameron we well we've spent about uh about a half hour or so chatting about fishing and i and I really do appreciate you uh coming on the show and I look forward to seeing your videos. Now, if folks want to find those on YouTube, what are they going to search under? Um, it's going to be the same name as my Instagram. It's a big old bassing 503. Okay. No dashes, faces, or anything, so pretty simple to find. All right, give, us, give that to us one more time. Big O bassing 503. Great. Well, I hope that you're able to get those videos up pretty quick because I know that folks, as soon as they hear this, they're, they'll start searching for you. So um, so uh, as soon as you get them up, I'm sure you're going to start getting some hits, and uh, that'll be great. Well, Cameron, I'd like to thank you for your time. Appreciate the uh, the interview. Definitely. I appreciate you having me on. Well, I hope you uh, enjoyed that that interview with Cameron. I'd like to thank Cameron Harris for coming on the podcast. For show ideas and feedback, shoot me an email at gonefishingpdx at gmail.com. And I would like to thank everybody. Until next time, this has been Don Clark, Talking Bass in PDX, and I'll see you on the Backcast. <laughs>